Hello, my overachieving friend. My name is Holly Lewis, and I am past president of the Overachievers Club. I'm here to talk about the path to calming the hell down and feeling worthy without killing yourself on that perpetual hamster wheel that you're on. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to episode 19, my burnout story. So picture this, it was 2019 and we were on a fabulous vacation to Europe. We went to France, we went to England, we went to Scotland, and we went to Ireland. It was a grand, glorious time. But when I got home and I started looking at the pictures, I thought to myself, my God, I do not look happy. And I look miserable and I look overweight and I look sick. And when I really sat down and thought about it, I was definitely having chest pains. I was definitely having migraines all of the time. And I thought, my God, Holly, you have got to do something different or you are going to die young, just like your dad did. And that's when I decided to get a coach. And the first coach that I hired was actually a weight loss coach. And I, you know, naively thought that, oh, if I lose weight, I won't, you know, I won't be so tired all the time. And I won't be so burnt out. Yeah, that was not what was causing the problem. So then I thought, well, maybe if I could figure out a way, you know, not to work so many hours, then I won't be burnt out. <laughs> and that wasn't it either. So a lot of people do think that time and the amount of hours that you work are why you're burnt out. But it's not. That's not why. The real reason why you're burnt out is because you're using your energy and time inefficiently. And that was a pretty big wake up call for me. And I got to be honest, it wasn't something that occurred to me like all at once. It was a lot of trial and error, experimenting with, okay, what am I doing here that is using my energy in a way that I really don't want to use my energy? You know, why am I so energy deprived at the end of the day? Why am I so exhausted? So I want to talk to you today about a couple of things that are a inefficient use of your time and your energy. And I call these time thieves, but some common ones, at least for me, that I was doing that led to my deficit of energy and therefore my burnout were worrying, being overwhelmed and confused, distractions, multitasking, people-pleasing, indecision, procrastination, perfectionism, and 
over responsibility, meaning I fixed other people's problems and deficiencies without being asked so that I wouldn't be uncomfortable. You know, there's certainly more than this probably, but this is the list that I think was the major issue for me and what used my energy inefficiently. And so I just started eliminating these things from my life. And when I did that, it blew my mind how much energy I had and how much time was left over to do fun things. Worrying, being overwhelmed, and feeling confused pretend to be necessary, but they produce nothing of value. Each of this, these things are an action in indulging in negative emotion. It burns up time and energy and gets you nowhere. Allowing distractions by multitasking is just task switching. And there's a large body of research that indicates that it, multitasking or task switching results in 28 to 40% lost productivity. So let's do the math. If you have a task scheduled that'll take you an hour, if you do absolutely nothing to minimize your distractions, it takes approximately one and a half hours to accomplish that task. So resist the urge to be distracted. Do one thing at a time. Remember, technology is designed to distract us. If you allow notifications to be on, you're allowing yourself to be trained, to be reactive and distracted. Just turn them off. People-pleasing is saying yes so that you can get someone to change how they feel about you. It's wasted time because you're trying to control the uncontrollable and that I spent so many years of my life trying to control the uncontrollable. It's saying yes to others and saying no to ourselves. So anytime that you say yes to someone and no to yourself, you're costing yourself your own time and your own energy. You know, one of the things that I did, I read it somewhere and I don't even remember where, but if it's not a hell yeah, then it's a no. And I think that that has served me well. If I'm not excited to do something, then I'm saying no. (laughs) And, you know, that might be a hard thing. It was for me because I was like, you know what? People are going to get mad at me. You know, they're not going to understand. But believe me, you're much better off saying no than being resentful. The other thing was prolonged indecision, right? So that is totally a waste of time. How many facts do you think it's going to take to make a decision? You know, this is a form of perfectionism that you're afraid to be wrong. So just gather all the facts you can, set a date for your decision and just make it. You can always make another one. That's the thought that I had to learn is that There is no right answer. There's only a right answer for me right now. And if that doesn't work out, I can make another decision. No one's going to die. Procrastination. I have, you know, a couple episodes, I think, on procrastination. But my, my MO was to procrastinate to create a sense of urgency. And it's the most common way we spend our time uselessly without even noticing. So when you don't even make a decision, you just deny action. And when you procrastinate, 
you use up free time in the future, basically. So you choose to be stuck as time ticks by instead of making decisions and moving forward. And we also waste time and energy in the drama we feel for feeling guilty about procrastination. That is a huge energy suck. So perfect's only in your mind, like I said, you know, just make a decision with the information that you have. Don't be afraid of being judged or criticized by other people because guess what? They're going to do it no matter what. It doesn't matter how perfect you do something, somebody's going to bitch about it. And it doesn't matter how imperfect you do something, somebody's going to bitch about it. So somebody's going to bitch about it. So let's just get over it. And then the final, the over-responsibility, really, you know, when we perceive that other people aren't doing their jobs, it's so easy to jump in and fix it without being asked. And frankly, that just results in other people not being held accountable. And it also uses a great deal of our energy unintentionally. So... This was a big one for me, learning to be okay with the discomfort of other people failing is necessary for you to free up your own time and energy. So if you pay attention to these time thieves and just incrementally try to do something about it, you know, I like to create, uh, I created boundaries around my work. So I said, you know what, I'm not even going to look at anything work-related until a certain time of the day. And at a certain time of the day, I'm going to stop looking at it. And it was really hard because I was addicted to it, truthfully. And so I just backed it up 30 minutes at a time and got really good until I got to a place where I wasn't thinking about it anymore. It was a addiction, really. And that's how I, I broke it, just like a habit or an addiction. You know, get really good at making decisions and just trusting yourself and being okay with the decisions that you make and embracing failure. No one's going to get mad at you if you make a decision that's not quite right. You might get mad at you, but listen, you're not that voice in your head. You're the person who's listening to that and you can just say, it's okay. We learn from mistakes. And you absolutely do. I can't tell you how different my life is now. I have such boundaries around things. And I'm so good now at not saying yes, not trying to fix other people's problems all the time, and just focusing on one thing at a time. I don't allow myself to get distracted much. I have all my notifications turned off. I work on things with a timer because that tends to keep my brain engaged when I hear the ticking. And so, you know, if you can just focus on those things and get really good at not getting distracted and not saying yes when you don't want to, you will be amazed at how much more energy you have and how much more time you have. All right, my friends, that's my story. I'll talk to you next week. Is work not working for you anymore? 
Are you stressed to the hilt and wondering if this is all there is to life? Imagine your life if you were 80% less stressed. What would become possible for you? More time with your loved ones, being perceived as a calm leader and an expert at work, getting promoted, feeling energized and empowered and more creative. All of this is possible, my friend. It just takes a few tweaks around taking things personally, boundaries, self-trust, and focus. Sooner or later, all that stress is going to catch up with you. You can schedule a free session and see what it's all about. Can you not? Link in the show notes.